Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Earth and Body Ecosystems. Join us as we bridge the gap between the body and the earth that surrounds us. So, welcome, everyone. I'm Heidi, and I am an intuitive tarot reader, and I also do herbal consulting. And the best way to get in touch with me is to email me, email me at colacaldron at yahoo.com. Let's see, O-L-O-R-C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N at yahoo.com. And here's my co-host. Hi, I'm Joyce, and I have my website, majestichira.com, where you will find various products, such as organic skincare products, products for uh, protection against the electromagnetic field, along with other crystal items, and go to shop, and it will take you to my sister site, Heavenly Bodies. Thank you. And you got the interjection, Joyce? In- intro. Intro. Okay. Tra- for right. my guests. So t- today we have with us Tracy St. Croix. She is the Afterlife Connection Specialist and Intuitive. She provides life-changing experiences by connecting deceased loved ones to friends and family to achieve peace and closure. She received her training from the world-renowned Arthur Finley College of Psychic Sciences in the UK and its sister school, The Journey Within in New Jersey. Tracy's life has been ending has been anything but traditional. What she has earned is how to blend her intuitive gifts with practical business know-how to create a successful business and lifestyle. In 2020, she released her her book, Enhance Your Intuition. Oh, I'm sorry, Seven Tips and Tricks to Enhance Your Intuition, which received five to four-star reviews on Amazon. So her experience in the metaphysical world has placed her as the go-to intuitive for Inc. 500 companies, entertainment industry, and blossoming entrepreneurs. Thank you for coming on the show today, Tracy. It's so good to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad that we can finally connect. This right? is great. And you have an extra guest here, sassy lady. She just, well, she had to make her, her presence known, the Duchess of Hayes County. <laughs> <laughs> And she was showing her ears and showing her tail. So she she's was. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so Tracy, when did you first realize that you had this ability to yeah. and to connect with the afterlife? You know, honestly, I didn't really what I like to have have to say. I didn't really have my you know my come to Jesus moment or my cosmic two by four. Until I was in my early, in my very, very early, early 30s that, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle that had been missing for a long time suddenly came like jumping down. Like I was like, oh, snap, that's what's been happening. But I mean, my whole entire life, I've been very intuitive and, and, you know, always connected with the world of spirit deeply. I just didn't know that's what I was doing. I would always feel deeply for people, for I would feel emotions. I would feel and sense things in rooms. I, you know, I, I could go on and on, but 
I was called as a child, I was labeled as a child as, you know, you're just overreactive. You're just so emotional. Mm-hmm. Being so difficult about this. And what I came to find out was, is I realized like my frustration was more on how people didn't see, know, and hear what I saw, know, and heard. That's where my right. frustration came. Like, I can so identify with that. <laughs> You're so emotional. You should be an actress. You're so. <gasps> That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. So when, um, you know, did, did you know, did you have little hits? Like, did you like listen, know, like you were talking to animals or somebody died and you knew that person had died? Yeah. You know, I talk about that a lot in my book, seven tips and tricks on how to enhance your intuition. I give a lot of examples, um, throughout the book about my real world experiences before I kind of really knew what was going on. Um, you know, as a child, um, one of my funnest things was like always knowing where that number one gift that you wanted as a child, whether it was birthday or Christmas or whatever was going on, I knew exactly what package it was in. And I remember I would just, I would just, I would tear towards the Christmas tree or wherever on the table to get that gift. And I remember my parents or whoever it was around was like, oh, no, 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 open this first, right? They wanted to be the, the best gift for the, for the last, for the last one. Um, I would remember always having this really great sense about who was calling. And P.S., this was long before caller ID. This was when the phone rang and you just had to cold pick it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, I remember, you know, there was one particular incident that I talk about in my book about my great grandmother had passed. I was right. I was right. Maybe four years old. And I remember my dad, who was a a police officer and a detective at the time, he was stumbling, trying to tell, you know, two little girls about about great grandmother dying. And I remember like beating him to the punch and being like, Dad, I know great grandma has died. Can we go to McDonald's? (laughs) like because I wanted the toy like that wasn't my concern but I will never forget the look on my father's face like what do you do as a very logical man when your daughter tells you something that you have no way of of like contemplating how in the world did she know that well because she came and visited me and told me And I would know about every single one of my family members' deaths. I would always have this strong intuition about other people, things that were going to happen around my life, around their life. So it was, you know, I could, I mean, we could write, you know, an encyclopedia about all of us and all of our intuitive hits throughout the years. For sure. So you went to the Finley School. So what made you like really want to dive in and into that so much more that you took classes yes um arthur finley college of psychic sciences uh it's just north of london it is the real hogwarts it is a castle it is a very old castle very haunted castle it is on pristine acres of gorgeous gorgeous land comes with its own church and graveyard sure does you eat there, you sleep there, you learn there, you have some beverages there, you dance there, you meet people from 
all over the world who are just as or even more woo-woo as you to study and develop mediumship. Now, that's a good question that you brought up. Why would you fly all the way across the Atlantic to go somewhere to learn mediumship? Because I made a vow with God. I said, okay, God, I got to a point in my life where jobs weren't working. And, and I said, okay, God, I get your message. I'm supposed to be doing this intuitive mediumship thing. If I'm going to do that, I'm only going to go to the best in the world and get trained. I will settle for nothing less than that, because if I'm going to do this, I'm going to learn from the best and I'm going to learn my craft and I'm going to study the pioneers of it. And I'm going to study the whys, the hows, the who's and the what's about it. And sure enough, gates opened up. Money fell in my lap. Time fell in my lap. Everything fell in my lap multiple times for me to go over to there and really start to study what is mediumship? What is the structure behind it? The ethics that go along with this work, the logic behind it, how to know, like, is this your mind coming into this reading? Is this your ego? Or is this spirit and telling the difference and knowing when and where and how to do readings? That is huge. If you've been on TikTok with, you know, this poor Gabby Petito case, um, you know, there, there are some really, really unethical people on there that were called out, thank God, for their very malice, disrespectful, and quite frankly, bottom of the barrel unethical behavior towards that whole entire case. And so that was number one reason, because I wanted to know how was spirit coming to me? How would I know that that was spirit versus my mind? Versus right. That's one issue that, that I have is trying to differentiate what's the difference between my thoughts and a thought being given to me. Most of the time, it's because I know I would never think that thought. Like when I was told to go to Hawaii, I had no desire to go to Hawaii. I never wanted to go to Hawaii. I was arguing, arguing about going to Hawaii. But that's where I was supposed to go. And if I didn't go, I would have never met my current husband. Exactly. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head there, Joyce. It felt different, didn't it? You felt like you had to take action. Right. Something that you felt was illogical, made no sense, but you followed it. And guess what you found? I found a great man. Exactly. But there's times that, like, I'll, you know, I'll get answers, and I'm just not sure because it'll be, you know, where I'm asking, should I be doing this? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And I get these answers to where it could be me or it could be spirit. So then ask for it to leave on. This is what I teach my students. Look, we all get confused in our lives. I don't care if you say you're the best psychic medium woo-woo guru in the freaking world. I don't care. We all will question, doubt our path, what's going on with us, because it's too close to us. It's, it's sitting on our face. So I teach my students, look, if you're not in a place where you're exactly trusting your own intuition, ask for what's called a clidon, okay? This was an ancient 
form of divination that um, actually Apollo's oracles used a lot. Um, a lot of the Greeks used a lot, and the Romans, where they would tell people, now go out and listen to other people's conversations in the markets, in the hotels, and wherever, wherever, and get your confirmation or your message. So a cledon is a unintended message spoken by to a person who is looking for it. So it's basically like you could be in, uh, walking around a coffee shop and you're wondering if you should go to Hawaii, right? And you're just walking through the coffee shop and you hear two girls go, I just got back from Hawaii and it was the best damn decision I ever did in my life. And you go, oh, that's a Cleveland. Where right. somebody mm -hmm. else gave you a message that had no idea that you needed that. Not related to you. Doesn't know you from Joe Schmo. I tell people go. So how home. many... So how many, because I hear that it should be like, if you hear something like that, like three times, it's a confirmation. If that's what your belief is around it, then go with it. You know, if that's what you, that's what I tell people, like, if you need to hear it three times for you to really kind of feel comfortable with that message, then okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your belief. It's not hurting anybody. I think once is enough. Well, I'm just saying it's what I've heard pe other people say. That you and, know, and it's just all comes down to your belief system. If you believe it, it's true, and if you don't believe it, it's not true. And either which way, it's true. true. Like uh, I saw, I I had this uh, really bizarre twist of trailer hunting, and actually, I ended up buying three trailers all together. I sold two right to my cousin. I like, I think I was scouting them out for him, to be honest. And then I, I was hemming and hiring over this one. I saw that I thought, well, this will be perfect. This is just like, you know, tag along to utility trailer. And uh, I saw somebody driving with one. I thought, oh, is that the one that I was looking at? Maybe they sold it. And then I realized it was a different color. And I took that as a sign to see if that one I had looked at was still available. And I ended up getting it. Exactly. And, and I, I followed the signs for the other two trailers too, but <laughs> I guess, I know, I guess, like I said, I was buying them for my cousin and getting him a good deal. <laughs> Maybe that was the universe's way of giving me a good deal back because you were a kind citizen. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, I say go go with it because sometimes I even ask for like multiple signs too because I always say like you know I can be slow on the uptake. Give me a few of them. <laughs> right, and that that three is a very common number anyway. You know, everything happens in threes, and that's I can three see blind mice. Yeah, yeah, and you three know, wise men. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and the Trinity and the. Um, you know, the symbols of the three and this very powerful number, you well, know. even in, you know, the three of pentacles, that's about good yep. word. Yeah. Building something strong and stable, threes. Yep. Threes are also really fun. <laughs> <laughs> three-legged three stool, a tricycle. Tripod. You know, we're talking about stable tripod, yeah. Yep. Now that really is stable. 
Mm-hmm. So you need that tripod to really stabilize your camera. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you kind of alluded to it, but when did you really, really know uh, with beyond a shadow of a doubt in the, it's a cliche, but when you were speaking to dead people, what you really know, Like it really, it, you know, it really clicked when um, I like to say I had, um, when I was in my early thirties, I had a total paradigm shift in my entire life. Like I was like my whole world, my, my whole world was just like a house of cards and it was all coming crumbling down. And I knew I had to change my life. I had to change everything about me. If I was going to want to a live a good life, have, have fun and, and see what's next. So, um, you know, I was getting myself together and, and shortly after I made a decision, I said, okay, I'm going to do some change everything about this in my life. I'm going to start to study spirituality. I'm going to get clean and sober. Da, 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 da. Boom. My gifts erupted like a well. And I talk about that in my book too. And uh, I won't tell the whole entire story, but I got a hold of a woman here in Austin, Texas, and she started out to be my first mentor. And now we're really good friends. And I remember calling her and crying. And I'm like, it's like Grand Central Station in my apartment. And there's all these people talking to me. And I don't know who they are. And it bothered with my cat. And everything I'm Because I know all this stuff. <laughs> And she just said in the most calm and polite voice in, in the most cute Southern accent, she said, oh, honey, you're not crazy. You're just psychic as hell. And you're medium. Honey, you just come on over to my house. I'm having a beginner's class. And you just come on over to my house. I'm going to talk to you. We're going we're gonna to straighten all this out. We're going to get you right. <laughs> and sure enough, boom, I was like, okay, all right. This is what it is. Okay. And so I started on a really deep developing journey because I really believe that just like any craft, you need to sit and develop it for a while and understand what it is before I, I call, like, let, let you loose onto the public. Yep. Right. Like, you know, like some of these people who are like, I took a class over the weekend and now I'm, you know, certified in this and this. Not yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Reiki, you know, yeah. It's, go it's like it's like you know when you go to med school and things like that you do an internship there's a purpose behind their internship and there's a purpose behind their residencies and there's a purpose behind fellowships you know would you let somebody operate on you or your beloved grandma if they're like yeah i graduated med school from yesterday i got this <laughs> i had a i had a i had an intern deliver my my last child yeah Yep. So, I didn't know it at the time, but that's what happened. Yeah. And he was probably supervised by many, he or she by many residents as well. I'm sure that they were not alone. <laughs> oh, no, definitely wasn't alone. But I, I wonder how nervous that person was and how many times he, they, they had done this before or if it was their first time actually doing it. That would be funny. If they're like... First time, go ahead, push. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't your first time. So, <laughs> yeah, knew, right. You knew what to expect. Yeah, that right. would be but, funny. But I had no idea it was an intern. 
until after I had had him and I had gotten some papers for the hospital that said it was an intern. That was when I learned. So it was all done and over with. I was out of the hospital and everything, and I was just like, oh, interesting. It's just the it's, doctor couldn't get there on time. Well, so it's well. kind of... Yeah, well, it's kind of like me. I've had mediumship experience, but I do not claim to be a medium in any way um, because it's something I haven't really developed. But, you know, I've had uh, deceased people come to me and, you know, and usually it's somebody I know. Um, and, you know, it's like, it's, I know, it's kind of, it's not as bad as people think it is. It, in some ways, it's really kind of refreshing um, that they are open to talk to you and that you can hear them. Um, I will mention that I had a kind of like a cousin-in-law that committed suicide and I was so mad at him. I wouldn't talk to him. He tried very hard to talk to me. And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I am so mad at you, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to a mediumship circle and of course he came through <laughs> and I knew right away who it was and I'm like okay well at least you found somebody to that would listen to you so <laughs> but <laughs> but that I was there too you know was you know it was the only, only second time I went so it was like wow you know and it was it was interesting it was very interesting oh yeah a lot of people can talk to their own you know deceased loved ones a lot of people in this industry you know can get messages from from their loved ones it's uh, getting messages from other people's loved ones is another challenge you know that's a whole See, and that's been something that's been something i've struggled with too is because I feel like I'm getting messages from my deceased husband and my mother, but yet I'm not sure. Am, am I just wanting to have a conversation with them? But then the, all the conversations didn't go real well, and I was actually like Heidi. I was actually very upset with my first husband who passed away because, A, he was saying stuff like, I wish I was dead, I wish I was dead. Which made me feel like, oh, okay, so I need and your children are not worth living for. And then in the, the, there was another part, too, but there was a couple of reasons I was upset with him. So and, and at, in all actuality, you know, he passed away in 2004. And in all actuality, I didn't really stop being angry with him. Until just recently, probably within the past year, I finally was like, you know what? Okay, fine. And I feel like he was communicating with me too because I woke up one morning and I had a Scorpions song stuck in my head, and he was a big fan of the Scorpions. Wow! So I just felt like, he, so I just felt like that's how he was connecting with me was through music. Point is, is that you came to a point of forgiveness. I'm sorry. I said, but you came to a point of forgiveness about the whole situation. I'm taking you a little yeah, while. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I finally did. You know, but for a long time, it seemed like he was trying to connect with me, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. You know, somebody so, died that was unexpected in my life, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready to have a conversation with you. 
I like to say this. It's 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 a two-way street. I like to say just because the spirit world tries to get your attention in some way does not mean you have to respond. A, right. a really great mentor of mine said it like this. She said, just because somebody calls, texts, or emails you does not mean you need to stop, drop, roll, and respond ever. And that goes for the same with spirit world. If you're not ready to talk with them, you can just simply say, like, I'm not ready yet. When I am, I will reach out. You know, I had no problem with him trying to connect with me, but I was still hurt and angry. And yeah. did not. it would have been just like if you would have came to my door. I'd be like, hell no. Uh-uh. Get off my doorstep. Get out of here. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was the exact same thing. It was like, no, we, we are not conversing. It's not happening. No, I don't, I, I don't blame you. It takes a little while. But... Yeah, but, you know, and maybe him trying to contact me and me finally, like, having a conversation and venting to him what my feelings were, maybe that's what kind of gave me some closure to, towards the whole situation. Yeah. And allowed me to dismiss my feelings of hurt and anger. And, you know, I like to say this, in, in those types of situations, you know, if you are having a conversation with your loved one in your mind and in your imagination, because imagination and intuition work hand in hand, and imagination works with your mediumship as well, because, you know, spirit is going to use what signs and symbols are in your mind to communicate that message. And my point is, is right. that you really feel like you were talking to those relatives and having a conversation and you received some kind of peace and comfort and clarity out of it. Who gives a shit if it be real or not? You got what you needed to get. <laughs> and that is the point. And, that, you know, the thing was, the thing with my mom reaching out to me was actually during the conversation that I actually, I you know, I had no kind of angry feelings to her, but during the conversation with some of the things she was saying to me, she made me angry. I was just like, really? 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 I mean, she wasn't saying anything bad. It was all positive stuff, but just remembering my childhood. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't treated bad, but it was my older brother that was always the great one, the smart one, the funny one. It was always, it was kind of like, Marsha, 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 you know, from the Brady Bunch, where it was always... He was him, the him, preferred him, him. one. <laughs> Do what? As my therapist would say, he's the preferred child. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, really, Mom, you're going to sit here and do all this garbage to me and tell me this and act like... And I'm like, no, no. I love you, Mom, but go away. Well, it's like after my dad died... We argued like crazy in my in my dreams, and to me it was very real. It was extremely real, and it was like we were ironing out things, and you know. And I finally, I remember when it really calmed down was when I, in my dream state, I come into the kitchen, and he's sitting at the kitchen table like he used to do, and I said to him. You know, you're dead, dad. What are you doing here? And he says, in his way, and like he always said, I'm, God damn it, Heidi, I know I'm dead. 
but I like to come back and visit your mother once in a while, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, fine, as long as you don't hurt her. And I turned around, you know, and saw in the dream state and went back to sleep up in my room. So, and after that, it was like, we kind of came to an understanding. And so I haven't really had any intense dreams like that about him since that time. So to me, that was very healing. And that's the point of working with spirit. Sometimes it's not these, you know, these huge epiphany type of messages that you see on, on TV. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's developed over time in the dream world because that was where you felt most comfortable meeting them at. Mm, that's interesting. Or that you felt you could actually receive them in the dream world. Yep. You know? yep. You yep. weren't ready to hear or see from him in the physical world. You didn't want to see physical signs. You didn't want to, you know, you weren't ready. But you're already in the dream world. And that yep. is what matters. So, so, do you, so Tracy, do you think that we could all, I mean, obviously the three of us have been able to connect with spirits, so do you think everybody can do it and they just don't know how? Yes. I like to say this, look, everybody is intuitive. I, you know, right. regardless of what your belief system is, you know, uh, it, spirit did not drop us on our head without some kind of guidance. A compass right and I believe right. that that compass is your your soul and your intuition working together and I have a firm belief there's not one person on this planet who has not had hunch a gut feeling a strong desire to do something at some point and did not have any kind of physical evidence or logic to back up the why about that. And they followed that hunch, that intuition, and bada boom, they hit a pot of gold. Now, here is my caveat. Is everybody going to be a professional, you know, intuitive? No, it's not for everybody. I like to say this, everybody should be able to do basic math, right? Typically, right. Okay. Two plus two, 10 times 10. Everybody can do basic math. Not everybody wants to study trigonometry and, and high, you know, algebra and all of that. Not everybody's mind is programmed like that. Doesn't right. Mean they're bad people. It just means that's, that's not their jelly, man. They don't dig it. But I do believe that everybody here has intuition. Now, everybody might not be a medium, but everybody can get a sign from their loved ones. Okay, we froze. Okay, we froze for a little bit, but I think we're back now. Okay, go okay. ahead. Where did I leave off at? Um, it was about everybody has the ability. Oh, to be a medium? Yeah. Okay. Yes. To be intuitive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to go way, way back. Okay. 
No, well, you were just finishing program. up their thoughts. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Everybody has the ability to do intuitive work, even if it's just following that simple, simple, simple punch, right? The simple math. Mediumship? No, everybody is not a medium. Okay. But everybody can receive a sign from their loved ones in spirit. So what do I mean by, by a sign? I mean that people can receive like, a, oh, I know my grandma's around when I see ladybugs. Yeah. Or I know that my aunt comes around because I smell her perfume. I randomly will smell perfume and I know that she's around. Or this particular song comes on every time I need advice from, you know, um, Uncle Bill. This song comes on that re always reminded me of them. And then I get the answer. Everybody can ask and receive for signs from their loved ones. Right. We just, sometimes I like to say like, we just, you know, we got to slow our britches down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and step back and be able to kind of catch them and see them. Just kind of takes patience and timing, a little bit of training. And like you said, like, like your rules of three, like I tell people, if you didn't believe that that was your, your grandma sending ladybugs, let's say, let's say that, then ask for it again. Say, grandma, if that was you, show me that again. Right. Maybe you go outside for an evening walk and there's a kid on the street playing with a ladybug on their shirt. Or one, or one flies into your face. One flies into your face. Or you turn on the TV and there's a big fat ladybug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you're driving down the road and the license plate in front of you says ladybug. Look for right. it. Like, I like to see spirit is infinite. Don't put spirit into a box. Like, think big. Have fun with it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I remember, <laughs> I always tell spirit, sometimes I need billboards, right, to get my attention because I'm, uh, sometimes I don't pay attention. And literally, I was like, man, I was like, thinking about, you know, going into 2022 and, okay, how do I, you know, what do I want to feel and what do I want to experience? And I saw this big, huge billboard that said, Explore your opportunities. And I was like, okay. Well, then, just as I was thinking about it, wondering what I should do, boom. Literally, the answer was as big as a freaking billboard. That's funny. It is, and I laugh about that, because I often tell Spirit, I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> that was good. Do, do something like that again. That was fun. When... Uh I was told to go to Hawaii and I had asked for signs. Okay, fine. If you want me to go, show me a sign. Well, it just happened. My mom had gone to Hawaii and she brought me back a towel. So I'm folding laundry. Here's this towel that says Hawaii. I'm like, really? You're going to use a towel <laughs> to tell me to go to Hawaii? Spirit like, okay. anybody and anything to get your attention. Right. You know? Like, he could have had a guy on the street with a sign that says raising money to go to Hawaii. Who knows? 
Right. Which that would have been funny. That would have been interesting. That that would have been that would have been really funny. Yeah. So what are like? What about you? You also have like three chips to test and strengthen our intuition. Yes. You know, my top, my top three tips to strengthen your intuition is one to admit that you have it. It's kind of like your, um, you know, kind of like a, a batteries included, like that's included with the soul with body. Okay. So second tip is, is that, you know, I want you to write down every time you've had a hunch, a feeling, you know, a sense about somebody. And then write down what that led to. Did you follow that hunch and what did it lead to? Because that's going to be your proof in the pudding in your own handwriting, right? Like, oh, wow. Well, okay. Well, I have been having, having these, these experiences on this. And then listen and follow. The next time you get it, what I like to call an intuitive hit, write it down. See if you need to follow it. What do you need to do about it? Your intuition will start to get stronger and stronger once you start to admit it. Realize it and believe in it. All right. Believe it, see it, be it. So I was wondering <laughs> if um, you could, if you had any messages for me um, or Joyce from the spirit world, if it's, you know, if you could do that, would that be all right? Yeah, no, that would be absolutely, that would be fine on to that. Um, and Joyce already, y'all already spilled the tea about all the people you have over there. <laughs> I think it's just like confirmation. Okay. Um, all right, just give me a minute. I got to put that hat on. Yes, I can understand that. It, uh, you have to get in that space. It's a place that you go. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay. Who had the grandmother or the grandmotherly figure? I don't feel she was from the United States because she points to having ties overseas in, in, it almost feels like Germany or a little bit Eastern European um, ties with that. Heidi, I keep staring at you, so I feel like I'm, I want to connect with you on this woman here. Um, she would have been a big doer in her life. Like, there was nothing that she couldn't do. You were always amazed by her. Very hardworking. Grandmother. Yeah, that would probably be my maternal grandmother, McAllister. Okay. Um, she was from Nova Scotia. And it's interesting, when I went uh, several years ago, um, I did some digging um, because I wanted to know my mother line and, you know, mother to mother, because they said that's the best that can be traced because we know that sure. not always fathers right fathers are not always reliable and not yeah. the woman's fault either right so i was tracing my mother's line and it is funny you mentioned germany because it was never talked about but my fifth great grandmother immigrated from germany to, to canada and um 
so yeah, um, it's giving me chills too because I did think, yeah, she is a strong woman. She had to be. I mean, she came here at a very young age. Was she like? Do you did do you remember what she looked like a lot? And you can just say yes or no. Yes. Okay. Was she kind of like a what I like to call? She was like built. She broad woman. Mm, that sounds like more like her mother who I didn't meet. Okay. Cause she keeps letting me feel like showing me like broad and showing me strong and showing me like able. Well, she was definitely that, but she was, she was petite. Okay. But she okay. was, <laughs> I mean, she probably could move more than her, you know, her, her body mass. Right. Cause she was very strong. She yeah. was very strong on, on to that. Did she also have a knack for baking really small, delicious cookies? Hmm. Hers was um, that. My no, don't tell me. Don't just say just say like yes or no. I can remember that. Don't tell. Don't tell me what she was. You know, just like because she keeps showing me these small little, uh, almost like half dollar size. Uh, I don't even know. Like cook, they look like little cookies to me. Um, I can. I'm. I want one so bad right now. <laughs> right <laughs> it, it's not a cookie but it, it, it's close it's very close okay as long as this is what i say as long as you know what it is to me it looks like a cookie i don't know what it is <laughs> she keeps showing me on this and when you know when i asked her i was like what do you want to talk to your beautiful granddaughter about so she shows me a sign for um international travel okay and she's showing me, uh, yeah, she keeps showing me booking trips and not booking trips. So that's telling me, like, are you kind of like start stop about taking international trips? Now, you mentioned earlier about, about going to the family lineage line, but she keeps showing me like different castles going to. Yeah, well, the um, her line um, is Cahoon, and there is a, um, there is a, you know, Scottish uh lineage that has uh the castle um in um Loch Lomond the okay. family have you been though she keeps bringing me back to showing me booking trips and not book and going back and forth so is there kind of back and forth decisions in your mind about whether you want to go or not go I want to travel so bad but there's yes, a hazard I do, but there's hesitation because I'm a caregiver for my mother. So okay. it's not that I would walk out. I would just hop in my van and go anywhere I want to go. But I, I, sure, I made a vow um, before I came to this life that I would always be here for her. So, and I've made it in this life. So that's my priority right now. Okay. Well, just know that they're going to support you when you do make that decision, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. And they will. What I hear in my mind is that you will receive the care for your mother because I do believe that you're going to be going on these trips long before your mother crosses over into the spirit world. Just FYI. Wow, I, I don't see that happening, but... I've seen some amazing things like uh, somebody told me I was going to take a trip to Florida and I'm like, hell, that's never going to happen. I took a trip to Florida. <laughs> yeah, for. yeah. It, And it was because a friend wanted to drive back to, wanted somebody to drive back from 
Florida to New England and she was willing to pay for the whole trip. So I traveled. <laughs> All right. So this is what I'd like to say. When spirit is in it, there is no limit. So, you know, right now it looks like there's a big wall in black, but hey, look, I always like to say the Miracle Bank never runs out of miracles. I, I can agree. I can agree because I've seen it in my life. I so she's rooting for you from, from the other side as well. And she tells me, you said you're an herbologist, correct? Or yes. you, you do you do potions, as I like to say. <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, you do the potions, my love. Yes. Um, she's saying that there, like, she shows me like this is ancient lineage from you and showing me a very old um, leather bound book. So do you have handwritten recipes or something from her? Something that guides you that's family ancestry lineage in your urology? What she taught me. Okay. Have you written she, it down? She, she was the one that introduced me to the plants first. It was her love for the um, herbs that really okay. sparked my interest. So they're in my memory of what she told me. And I learned that they were accurate. Random loves. Okay, right? I will. I will. Just even if it's not for you, even if it's for the next one that comes along. Okay. And there will always be somebody else coming along for that. Okay. Yes, on there. I love spirit, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's yes. So awesome. Give your mother some big hugs from her. I, I will. That just warms my heart because she yeah. was very special to me. Yeah. Just talk to her. You know she's there. It's so funny because I keep seeing those flowers. I know we were talking about smelling flowers, but that's what she left me with was a scent of flowers. She had amazing flower garden. Did she have a flower garden with, um, I don't know what these are. Like They smell like gardenias to me. I think so, because my mom always had gardenias, so I'm pretty sure she um, had things like that. Yeah. Well, there we are, ladies, and we have rocked around a clock. Yes, we have. Jeez, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this has been fun. Well, thank you, you so much, Tracy, for being on and for you know, sharing with our audience. And uh, if people want to reach out and contact you, where do they go? Uh, you can find me all over social media, but the easiest way is to go to TracyStCorey360.com. And I'm sure, are you guys going to put a link in the podcast or? Yep. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yep. Absolutely. That is the easiest way to get a hold of me, schedule your appointment, contact me, whatever. Excellent. Well, thank you, Tracy, so much for taking time from your busy day to be with us. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's a lovely way to, to um, start off the evening. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> On to there. And thank you, everybody who's listening. Yes, I hope everybody that I found this very enjoyable and this was very, fun. yeah, very fun. And you are very fun. And I like that. It's, it's good to have fun. And it's a 
great subject. And uh, I appreciate you um, talking with my grandmother for me. It means a lot to me. Yes. Just tell her hello, darling. Hello. Uh, I will. She loved to talk to anybody. So I, I, can, <laughs> I can understand that. So I guess we're wrapping this up now. So everybody, thank you so much for watching. Hit the like and all that. Leave us a comment if you made it through, which I hope you did, because if you didn't, you missed a good program. You missed so, out. Yeah. So um, remember to get out there and be wild and to breathe and enjoy Mother Nature. And keep shining your light. Thank you for listening.